0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's I Love Learning Podcast. I have the absolute pleasure to introduce to you, Dr. Janelle. And I want to tell you before I have her introduce herself. I met her at the Charleston Chamber event. And I want to read something that really struck me about Dr. Janelle. Dr. Janelle is a capacity expander who believes the greatest generational wealth that can be bestowed is mental and emotional health. And when I met Dr. Janelle at the chamber event, she exude this positivity. And I was like, I have to have her come on my podcast and introduce herself and tell you all what she's passionate about. So thank you, Dr. Janelle for coming on my podcast. I appreciate you. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell everyone what you're passionate about?
1: Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so yeah, I absolutely love mental health. And it came to be that I was in a space where I recognized that oftentimes, sp- uh, particularly in my community, we're not thinking about the mental health impact that we're having in a space. We talk about emotional intelligence, and we talk about, you know, whether or not someone is being um, irrational and things of that nature. And oftentimes it comes from a space of mental health. Mm. So I decided to go to school and figure out um, sort of what are the psychological spaces that happen through the trauma in our lives that mm. bring us to this place where we are in the present of our lives, such that we are interacting with people um, in ways that is not conducive to our greatest health our greatest mental and emotional spaces. Um, And so I come from a background of ministers, my family, Mm. my parents were ministers, and they ran our marriage excellence and our finance ministries. Got it. So um, my passion comes from that space where I recognize that I want to be of help to people. And I recognize that it's the mental health component that usually keeps us from moving forward.
0: Got it. So was it that that your parents raised you that really, was it that particular thing that really inspired you to follow this passion? Or was it something else that really focused you as like, wow, this is really something that I want to dedicate my life and my myself to?
1: It was really my parents. Mm -hmm. Um, They had a number of counseling sessions with individuals over and over and over again. And my mother used to get on my case because I would say, this is the recidivism of marriage counseling. And she's like, that's for prison systems," <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> oh no. And I was just, you know, just my play yeah. on words, even as a kid. And so what I recognize is that we have this incredible grasp for spiritual things. Mm. So whether we're hugging trees, oh. laying in the sand under the sun, or laying prostrate, before the Lord on an altar, Mm. right? Uh We are grasping and holding firm to those core beliefs and values. Mm. But sometimes it's the practical steps Mm. of what we need to do in life that we miss. And that's what I was seeing in all those people who were on this revolving door to my parents' office. And so I said, okay, I need to figure out what I can do that helps get them to a place where they can walk the path for much longer and not just feel like I believe in this. So it has to be as much as it is. I believe in this. So what can I do to manifest?
0: Ah, got it. So really helping them overcoming and and get there. What Mm -hmm. do you think through that, that journey that you had or that you've been through has been the most powerful learning experience for you to get to where you are today, Mm because it sounds like you saw, you lived, you've been through so much through that journey.
1: Yeah, I think um, the biggest thing was my mother said to me, I must have been probably 13 or 14 years old. Mm -hmm. um, And I was having a really tough time with some other family members. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, you're gonna have to learn how to slot it. Mm S-L-O-T, slot those emotions. Now, at the time, I thought, Hmm. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> block my emotions. I'm mad. Right? Yeah. What she was really telling me is what I now understand to be and have created around strategic emotional resilience. Hmm. You're going to have to be strategic in understanding your emotions such that you are able to still be in the presence of individuals, be authentic. You're not faking the relationship, but hmm. you're able to extend grace, and compassion because they might not understand themselves why they're doing what they're doing ah yeah
0: wow yeah very powerful and you you know you mentioned grace and you also mentioned a really key word that i think a lot of times people They haven't really defined, and you said authentic, Mm -hmm. authenticity. So what does that mean in this context of that framework, you think?
1: Well, it means literally being who you are and, first of all, understanding who you are. So there's some self-awareness that has to come with that. And then it's being able to manifest that person in a way that is not... uh, is not hurtful to others. So oh. you know how you have people who say things like, well, I am who I am, and I can't help it. That's just, yeah, not
0: right. Mm-hmm. That's not
1: true. It's true that you're who you are. Yeah. But you can adjust in any environment. Because okay. who you are, doesn't show up at your job, in no. the same way it shows up at grandma's house for Thanksgiving.
0: Okay. so
1: you're going to, you know, go off and say the things you want to say. And you might tell people what they Mm -hmm. what I'm not going to do. But when you go to work, you find a different way to say it, don't you?
0: Yeah, you may
1: lower your voice of it. You may. So you're authentic to who you are. This Mm -hmm. is true. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, having this incredible acumen for being able to adjust slightly. It doesn't change you as a person.
0: Okay. I get that. That's interesting. I mean, all of us do that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. really getting at the core of who you are and really tapping into that. Is there something like that you can speak to that you've been through in your learning journey that really ha- helped you identify that? I mean, mm-hmm. that's like a really profound, interesting viewpoint of helping people people move forward in their mindset.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for me, it was Mm -hmm. coming to an understanding of what my emotions are.
0: Okay. So
1: rather than, so when I'm authentic to who I am, Mm -hmm. and I'm upset about something, most people immediately will go to anger. I'm angry. Mm -hmm. But what if I'm really disappointed? Mm -hmm. I'm going to respond differently to disappointment than I am to anger. It doesn't mean that I'm not authentic to how I feel. I'm upset.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: means that I've taken enough time to decide what I want to truly feel in the truth of the moment I'm in.
0: Uh-huh. See, we
1: get into these cognitive distortions, and I'll tell you how sure. I got mine. Okay. Yeah. Here's a good okay. Example. Let's
0: hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So one of mine happened to me recently, a few years uh-huh. ago. I ended okay. up, unfortunately, in a divorce.
0: Okay. And
1: what happened for me was that I realized that I wasn't being true to the fact that I wanted to be in a relationship where I was respected. Mm -hmm. And my, my position was honored in the sense Mm -hmm. that I'm a mom, and Mm -hmm. being a wife, and I'm also a businesswoman. And Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm intimidating. People tell me.
0: (laughs) I don't think you're intimidating. No, Oh,
1: no. So what I had to do in that situation was to recognize Mm. that what I was feeling was not anger at his behavior. It was disappointment at his behavior. Now, that didn't change the fact that I am still acting as a loving mom and I'm mm-hmm. still acting as a, a loving wife and all mm-hmm. the other things that are a part of me. It means that now I can stop and be more authentic because mm-hmm. I can say that doesn't feel good to me. Mm-hmm. I don't have an right. appreciation for the way that you're speaking to me.
0: Yeah. And
1: how do we change that?
0: Absolutely, that, that's the question because I was just gonna ask you how you got the mind of a champion. <laughs> Share this with us, please. So when, yes.
1: when my boundaries were set clearly mm-hmm. that that was not going to work and I asked the question, how do we change it? Giving the other person the opportunity to work with me. Mm-hmm. If they decide they don't wanna make the change, I have to make mm-hmm. a decision got about it. what I wanna do next. And if I decide not to be authentic to what I know is true to who I am, mm-hmm. I should be loved, respected, mm-hmm. honored, mm-hmm. then I have to move myself into a space where that exists.
0: Yeah, you have to have enough courage inside of yourself to move to the next step.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? And that can be
0: challenging. Absolutely. That can be, ch-
1: I am not going to tell you that's easy. Because that was 23 years of marriage.
0: Wow. Absolutely. So if you have someone in that situation or you've been in that situation Mm -hmm. and it's like a hurdle you have to overcome, like you're in this situation, this relationship that isn't positive for you, how do you or what strategies or how do you overcome those hurdles? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Asking myself the questions: is this real? Okay. Is this true to what I want in my life? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: How do I manifest something different? Mm -hmm. What will it take for me resource-wise to get to that space? Really stopping long enough to identify what my needs are. Mm -hmm. Because unexpressed expectations will lead to resentment. Mm
0: -hmm. Got
1: it. And if you don't know what your expectations are, and if you don't know what you need, then you cannot be authentic to any relationship you're in. Uh, when our mental health yes. is at risk in relationships that are toxic, then we we just kind of lose ourselves.
0: Uh, absolutely. You know, it's interesting you bring this up about really reflecting in yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Last November, I'm sure you saw the Surgeon General came out with that study this mm-hmm. said one in four Americans are lonely, right? Mm-hmm. And like, if you're lonely, if you're depressed, and you're lonely, you go to the doctor, that's one of the questions they ask, do you feel safe? Do you are you lonely? Do you you know, are you struggling? And mm-hmm. the reality is, these are real things that are impacting people in the workplace are impacting our employees are impacting our team. Mm-hmm. What, what do you you know how do you how do you, you move forward by these reflection questions? But what if you can't get out of that? Are there other resources or things that you can find or you can reach to to get help?
1: Absolutely. So I think you know, of course, I'm going to say therapy first yes. and foremost, right? Yeah. I think therapy has to be seen as um, being just as important as going to the doctor because mm-hmm. you have a really bad cold and you can't get over it, right? Mm-hmm. Or you break your arm. It's like if there's a break. In the mental space, Mm. it doesn't mean you have to be psychotic, but for some reason, you cannot make the connections. I'll give you an example that seems so simple. Uh But particularly when you're in relationship with someone, Mm. emotions can get high.
0: Absolutely.
1: If you are finding yourself with what I call cognitive distortions, Mm
0: -hmm. where you're
1: catastrophizing or or even minimizing, or dismissing, or jumping to conclusions, and so forth, then emotional regulation can be difficult. So imagine for a moment, if you're irritated with someone because they just aren't giving you the right gifts for each of your birthday, for Christmas. Oh, wow. Right? You don't give me the right gifts. I'm always telling you, I like A, B, C, and D.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. What would happen if you created an email for you Mm -hmm. and that person, your partner, Mm -hmm. that all you guys did throughout the course of the year is send little notes and links of things you
0: like. Easy, it sounds like. Then oh when it's God. time
1: to purchase a gift for no reason at all or because it's a birthday,
0: yeah. you just go to the links. I love that idea. Setting little tips. That's great. Communication is key. I'm you. Telling you. you mentioned, Dr. Janelle, you mentioned like making these questions for yourself. And it's like you answer them yourself, but communicating that. If you're having an issue at work, we promote this at our company. Mm. Talk about it. You know, we don't know. And you're not, it has to be a safe environment, right? I mean, yeah. that's also important. What's your thought on that? Like the, the safety of that? Like, what if you're afraid mm-hmm. to send that email?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, again, it's a matter of if you don't express the expectations that you have, eventually you're going to have some contempt and resentment, mm. even at work. Right. And so safety is really important because safety is really about safety of emotion. Mm. So we can talk about things all day. People make up all kinds of, you know, jargon about how they think or what their perspective is, but they generally don't talk about how they feel. Mm. And if you can be safe in expressing how you feel, it really changes the relationship.
0: I like that. You know, we were just talking about this uh, yesterday on my team. You know, Family Feud this week. Steve Harvey tells us that when people ask you how are you doing, what do you think, mm-hmm. Doctor Janelle, is the is the most common response? What Hi. did he get? Well, fine was fine was number two. Mm-hmm. Good, good was good, good. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, we were talking internally, like, do you really feel good? I mean, do you really feel good? It's like, yeah. I mean, you, it's a, it's a spectrum, right? But mm-hmm. being honest about that and. And also knowing that the other person on the other line is truly listening.
1: Right. Because if you're well, going to you know, ask
0: that question, right?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the challenge is that we're only really born with six emotions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're born with six. Happy, sad, angry, surprise, disgust, and fear.
0: Wow, That's okay. all
1: we're born with.
0: Yeah,
1: Someone has to teach us all the other ones. Mm. They have to teach us what they look like and what they feel like in the body. And Mm -hmm. if you grow up in a space where there was not a great expression of emotion, and where we don't talk about emotions, then all you're truly going to know are the six.
0: Okay, that's interesting. Well, I feel love coming from you. I felt love coming from you from across the table when I met you. So absolutely, anyone that needs help should should definitely reach out to you. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this if someone comes to me and people do this, I get emails last week was a horrific week, um, in our industry with all the layoffs sports mm-hmm. illustrated, they laid off, you know, a ton of people, I think their entire staff. In fact, oh. there's a lot of folks out there who are struggling. Um, you know, that really, really they'll say I've lost my passion. Like mm-hmm. I've done this work or I've done this and I've lost my passion. If someone that you're working with tells you, you know what, Dr. Janelle, I've, I've really lost my passion. I've lost mm-hmm. my passion to learn. I've lost my passion maybe to even live. What mm-hmm. what do you do to help them kind of get through? Do you go back to those questions, those questions, those self-reflective questions? Or what what do you do?
1: Yeah. So I, I'm gonna take the first for lost the passion to learn yeah. um, because the passion to live is a, a, a different segue here. Yeah, so absolutely. for the passion to learn, it really is about being more mindful about the things that bring you joy. Mm. What is it that you absolutely love to do? And if money were no object, got it, you would be willing to go do it. Mm. And then you might have to find a version of that that you can complete. When it's lost the the passion to live, Mm -hmm. you absolutely have to seek help. And mainly because that is a quick spiral that can happen in no Mm -hmm. time flat. And what we have to learn is that you don't press or push a person to be suicidal by speaking with them about suicide.
0: Got it. Absolutely. Such such a powerful message. I think One of the things that I definitely want our audience to walk away with today, and then I'm going to have you tell people where they can find you Mm -hmm. is seek help. I mean, seek, seek help, Um, professional help, help of people in your life, people that you love, you know, go and find help because there's so many people that want to help. And Mm -hmm. I think that's really important to remember. You're not alone in your struggle. Mm -hmm. You're not alone in your relationship struggle. If you're scared, definitely, definitely seek help. Dr. Janelle, if somebody wants to reach out to you, where can they, what's the best way of finding you and connecting with you?
1: Yeah, drjanelle.com. Um, and you can put the into the contact information and those emails will go right to my assistant. Um, and then the other ways are I'm on TikTok at DR. Oh, you are? That's I awesome.
0: I am. No, I it's, find that. it's
1: funny sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet.
1: <laughs> Dr. Janelle, L M F T, is my TikTok. And then I'm Dr. Janelle on Instagram.
0: Awesome. I'll post those resources for everyone. Dr. Janelle, what's any final words, any final tips, anything mm-hmm. else that you want to share today with our audience?
1: Um, I think that it's important to recognize that there is this ability. To hold on to the past so tightly
0: Mm. that
1: you don't leave room for the present.
0: I love that. I'm going to quote you. Definitely, definitely. That's an awesome way to end today's segment. Everyone, find a new passion, let go of the past. Mm -hmm. Let's step forward into 2024. Thank you so much, Dr. Janelle, for being with me today. Thank you. Safe travels and all your talks. And I appreciate you coming on today.